the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Burn Sargas. It's been a great year for Oklahoma State Cowboy Golf. Last May, the team won its 11th national championship. The title was extra special because it was won on our home course, Karsten Creek. In another magical moment, reigning U.S. amateur champion and Cowboy golfer Victor Hovland was the low amateur at last month's Masters. The Cowboys then won the Big 12 championship. This weekend, Head coach Alan Bratton's team heads to the NCAA Regional to seek back-to-back national championships. So we took the podcast to the locker room at Karsten Creek. Our guests are Alan Bratton and Victor Hovland. We wanted to know what it takes to assemble a championship team and how a young man from Oslo, Norway, ended up at OSU and then sitting at the Masters with Tiger Woods. So let's talk golf on this week's Inside OSU podcast. Well, I'm in the OSU Cowboy locker room with uh, head coach Alan Bratton and uh, National Player of the Year Victor Hovland, the low amateur at the Masters and the U.S. amateur champion, current reigning U.S. amateur champion. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being, being with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. You bet. Well, uh, we're, we're shooting this just right after the Masters. I mean, this is the Thursday following the Sunday uh, final round. Uh, it must have been a heck of an experience, wasn't it? It was so, all right, above average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had you played Augusta before, National before? So I went there uh, a couple weekends before the tournament started. That's the first time you ever that saw it? That was the first time, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what did you think? I mean, that I can, I can score on this place? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, it was because uh, I've never been there, but I've heard so many cool things about it. Brought it on TV, I bet, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of everything that I imagined, but just kind of even more severe than yeah. I would have thought. Well, let me back up just a little bit. Uh, we're going to get to you, Coach. <laughs> don't, feel, <laughs> don't feel neglected. <laughs> tell, tell me the journey from Norway into golf. You're from Oslo, Norway. Uh, how'd you get into golf and how did uh, you make your way to Oklahoma State University? So my dad used to work in, in the States. He used to work in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And on the way to, to work, he had to drive past the driving range and that kind of got him inspired. And when he was done working here, he came back home with a golf set and that's kind of how I started. And I was about three or four years old. And um, yeah. Was there a golf team in your school? We don't really have golf teams. Uh, so I, my parents joined a club about 25 minutes away from my house, and that's just kind of where I played after school. And um, I would play a lot of junior events and amateur events and in Europe. And there's this one tournament called the European Boys Team Championships where around maybe 15 teams representing every country come and play, and a lot of college coaches come and uh, recruit. And in 2013, I believe it was in Scotland, um, I played and Coach Bratton was out there watching and uh, kind of just kept in touch after that. So, Alan, what, what did you think when you, did you think you really had found a gym? I, I really in did. The rough? Yeah, I did. I, I was fortunate. I went over there to watch another player, Christopher uh, Ventura, who ended up coming to school here as well. And in doing that, I spent a lot of time around the Norwegian team and I loved the kind of the team spirit they had for one and and I saw this guy that was new to the team which was Victor and I just thought I saw something special he was not the best player on the team at the time but I liked the way he competed uh, he was not afraid of the stage 
And uh, I thought I saw something special. And, and fortunately, I was right, because his trajectory has been just exactly what you'd like from that point on. Fortunately, he chose Oklahoma State. And, and I got to see that same calm, composed uh, competitor walk in the fairways at Augusta National, and it was awesome. Well, of course, one of the great moments was being in the Butler cabin uh, after the Masters and was sitting next to Tiger Woods and being interviewed by Jim Nance. Uh, and you, you said something there at that about Coach Bratton kind of keeping you calm and, and mm -hmm. cool and collected. Yep. You said you might have really messed up out there. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, obviously it's a very big stage. And, oh, man. Um, yeah. what, what, was there any time on the uh, on the course that, I mean, any particular hole or was there anything where you afraid, uh, I think I'm losing it here? I'm gonna... Not really. Uh, I was actually really calm during the whole week. Obviously, I think the first few holes, uh, I remember I was just up by the green on number two. And I had a good kind of sim pretty simple ch uh, chip shot, uh, so a good opportunity for birdie. But <laughs> I remember like my hands were kind of shaking. I was just trying to mm. just make a clean contact, and then I made a birdie on that hole, and I kind of relaxed down. a little bit. Who did you play with? In the, did you play in the practice round? Yeah. Who, who did you play with? So I played with Sergio Garcia on the Monday, nine holes, and. Uh, a good buddy of mine who was also playing as an amateur, Alvaro Ortiz. And the next day I played with Bernard Longer. And Wednesday I played with Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kepka, and DJ. So, or so Dustin Johnson. It must have been so, an incredible yeah. experience to play with those guys. They, I mean, yeah. Langer is a complete legend. Yeah, yeah, he's a machine. <laughs> yeah, he, he really he really is. So, Alan, you've, you caddied for Victor in the U.S. Amateur, which you won, and then, uh, of course, in the Masters. Uh, what do you think? You got a future with carrying that bag? Everybody keeps asking me that, but the one thing that makes a good caddy is to is to have a good horse that you're on their bag. So yeah. I've been fortunate to be on some good ones, and and this guy's one of the best for sure. The uh, it, it, did was there a lot of conversation, and you know this this looks like a soft seven to me, or the hard six, or you know was there any of that? Yeah, I mean, we, we discussed about every single shot, just kind of what our thought process were. And, um, yeah, I mean, he knows my, my distances very well with the irons, so we discussed about everything, and then in, when I stepped in there with a the club, it was just kind of hit it. Yeah, yeah. And that's your whole goal as a caddy, is just to try to make sure that they do step mm -hmm. into every shot with trust and conviction and just where they can be themselves. And he did a wonderful job of that. In fact, he was so calm all week. He was, he kept asking me, what's wrong with me? You know, I told him about a player that, that threw up on the way to the course the first day. And he's like, gosh, I don't feel that way at all. So, and that's just a testament to how prepared he is and, and how good he is. And again, that's one of the things that separates him from other guys that are 21 years old. You know, uh, I remember Jack Nicholas when he won the Masters, he was like 46 years old or something, the last one he won. And a reporter asked him what he attributed it to. He said, I was below the hole on, on 17 out of 18 holes. Wow. You got yeah, to stay below, yeah. stay below the hole. On your, uh, your yeah, putting. those greens are treacherous. <laughs> so you got to. What were you, they rolling? At? What was the step? On the, I mean, they were a little slower than I think they normally are because of the rain yeah. and all that. But they're still pretty fast. And with the downhill putts, you, I mean, you're barely touching the ball. Um, I mean, they were probably rolling about. 12s out there and wow. with the with the slopes and everything it feels a lot faster so alan you you were on the 95 national championship team 
which uh, they wrote a book about, The Last Putt, uh, when uh, you all played, Stan when Oklahoma State played Stanford, you all, I, we all played Stanford. Um, and you actually played with just four players, didn't you? Play, they I had sure five, did. and Tiger Woods was a freshman. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is that kind of championship experience here? What is that, how does that create a legacy for our, our golf program? Well, for me, that, that was the ultimate. Uh, Chris Tidlin and I were seniors on that team, and that was uh, we were about to be the only guys to play four years for, for Mike Holder and not win a championship. So <laughs> fortunately, we went out uh, on top like that. And if you saw the presentation in the Butler cabin uh, before Victor went on, you saw Victor and Tiger talking. And uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to tell myself that Victor was reminding him how Oklahoma <laughs> State had, had, had beat, beat Tiger in that thing. And we'll just leave it at that. What, what, uh, what, talk about the magnitude of what Tiger accomplished after all he's been through to, to win the Masters. Again, well, I was reading some things today where uh, Jim Nance, who's been there, I think 86 was the first one that he called as an announcer. And uh, which, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that was the greatest Masters of all time until maybe this year. And Jim Nance thought it was the best sporting event he ever called. And, and uh, he, saw does, he does basketball. <laughs> he, he does, does football, them all. Yeah. And his memory is unbelievable. And Victor got to witness him doing some of the broadcast there at the end from the Butler cabin. And, I saw Michael Jordan tweeted today that, that he thought it was the greatest comeback ever. So when you've got guys like that, that can relate, that have a history over time to try to compare things, um, it's hard not to give them uh, some credibility. And, and what a special thing for, for Victor and I both to get to enjoy that. We watched the last hour and a half of the broadcast with the door open to one of the cabins and you could hear the roars coming around the golf course. And you've always heard of that, but we got to experience that. So. Again, just another thing to kick it up a notch for Victor and, and an unforgettable week. Well, it was a it, it was tremendous for Oklahoma State golf. I mean, to have you there and and uh, your poise and, and uh, just your character on the on the interview was fantastic. I, I really did us proud, Victor. Well, we thank were you. Very proud well. of you. But uh, let's go back. You won the national championship last year. And uh, pretty decisively, finally, against Alabama after, after we was at Texas A&M that we kind of struggled with. Mm -hmm. But uh, this team's playing really well. I mean, you're back. You said in the Butler cabin, I'm going back to school tomorrow, and I saw you at the Academic Awards <laughs> banquet <laughs> the next night. Yeah. But uh, uh, this, this team's going well. What, what, what do we need to do to be sure where we, we can uh, we win it again in, in northwest Arkansas? Well, the main thing we need to do is just be ourselves. Um, we're fortunate. We've got the best team coming in. And, uh, you know, we know what it takes to win. Our guys, we returned four of the five guys from last year. And uh, so we know what to do. We just need to be ourselves. And uh, if we do that, everything will be just fine. And hopefully we can promote the event and let everybody know it's not that far of a drive for a lot of orange-clad fans. So that was a real difference maker for us last year. They talked about the home field advantage being the golf course, but really the advantage, Carson Creek's just as penal for us as it is for anyone else. But the advantage we had was all the, all the fans that were out. So hopefully we can duplicate that in Arkansas this year. And, and if we show up and bring our game, uh, we're going to like the result. Now what is the, this has got to really help recruiting. I mean, there's not a, not a junior golfer around that doesn't know, especially after what Victor's done this year, knows about Oklahoma State golf. Yeah, my phone's been blowing up with emails from recruits since the Masters. Recruits 
caddies for this guy and uh you know dates the he's have no problem getting, get, <laughs> getting a date so uh yeah, somebody it's said they just feel, feel it's like a pied piper you just a bunch of agents are following you around <laughs> yeah that's yeah, been a little crazy so recruiting's going well though recruiting's going very well he could probably help you a little bit on recruiting i think so i think we've got norway locked down <laughs> yeah uh, and hopefully all of europe and everywhere else people are certainly paying attention and he's a great representative for our golf program and for our university, so we couldn't be prouder. I guess this this golf course, Karsten Creek, and this facility is a tremendous asset for recruiting and and uh, just players being feel, feeling valued and and uh, have all the things they need to be successful. Yeah, it's for sure a great place that you can come and and practice and just get better. Of course, it's really hard and. Um, if you can shoot good scores out here, you, you're going to do well other places. So yeah. it's it's really a treat that we're able to be out here. It, it's a little bit like Augusta. You need to stay below the hole. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> That's right. I, I know this from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> Some holes is better to be uh, 14 feet from the hole below it than four feet above it. That's for sure. Coach Braden, what uh, what really, when you're looking at assembling a team, you know, like, like in – football you're recruiting receivers and you're recruiting linebackers because you don't have enough and, and the, the like but here you've got uh, got to get five players out out on the course that uh, can really perform what what's it, what do you look at mainly is it is it their skills their their attitude their personalities what 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 are the qualities you're looking for well it's a little bit of all of that one of the differences maybe between recruiting golf and football is you might recruit a guy to come in and play quarterback and if he doesn't quite cut it at quarterback, you can put him in another position. We've got to recruit quarterbacks, and they have to play quarterback. Mm -hmm. So uh, obviously we start with a, a skill set that you're looking for. Um, and then from there you start to look at all the intangibles. Uh, some of the things that I saw in Victor uh, were the intangibles that you don't really know what, what someone's all about. But you can learn that from conversation and trying to observe things that I've been watching great players for a long time. So you're looking for to put those pieces together, but obviously it starts with their but it, But really, I would assume it, this is a team sport when you're playing golf here. You get out on the tour, you, it's not, it's an individual sport, but mm -hmm. it, uh, here it's a team sport. And so chemistry, I would think, is very important. I mean, because the, the, the players kind of boost everybody up and they, everybody works together. Yeah, for sure. And, and chemist, the chemistry on our team the last few years has been fantastic. And you, you hope to try to recruit that uh, you're looking for people that are that are uh, uber competitive, because uh, you know we we the best thing I can do for any of our players is to surround them with other really good players. So a lot of times that means they may be coming here for less scholarship than they could get somewhere else. But hopefully they recognize there's value added on top of that to, for the fact that we can surround them with other All Americans and and uh, good coaching and and have them butt heads and and really sharpen their skills. And our group's been great at that. It's, you know, some guys have, you're kind of in and out of the lineup because it's very competitive, but that, they haven't let that eat away at any of the chemistry, and that's really put our team over the top. And the reason we can do that is leadership that we've had from our former players and current leaders like we have in uh, Victor or Zach Boshu. Uh, they've been wonderful leaders. They've built a great friendship and, and uh, good examples for our guys to follow and how to work on their game. And, and uh, again, because yeah, you get somebody that, that could be a great player, but if he's a real jerk, he can really kind of mess yeah, up not great for the, the locker room. Yeah. yeah, the locker mm -hmm. room. Yeah. We've been fortunate. The, the group we have isn't isn't uh, above sacrificing 
for, for the good of the whole. And at the end of the day, they learn that that makes them a better individual. And then when they leave here, they've got a fraternity of players to, to help them down the road. And their uh, responsibility of the program doesn't end when they leave here. And uh, Victor's benefited from that, from whether it's Charles Howell or Ricky or Hunter or, or Bo Van Pelt or any of the guys that, that they may run into out there on the tour. And, and here in a few years, that'll be uh, some of the guys we have now. And hopefully they keep that legacy on of an attachment to our current players and helping them while they're here and beyond. We want to thank Coach Bratton and Victor Hovland for visiting with us. So remember, regionals are this weekend, followed by the NCAA championships in Fayetteville, Arkansas, from May 24th through May 29th. If you want to learn more about the OSU golf team, go to O-State TV and the Inside OSU channel. You can see video of our interviews at Karsten Creek, and you might even get a putting lesson or two. And that's the podcast for this week. We'll be back next week, so make sure to hit the subscribe or share button. We appreciate your support. I'm Burns Hargis. Have a great week.